Hi and welcome to our latest One Church podcast. Our vision is to encourage, equip and empower you to discover a life-changing relationship with God. We hope this message will inspire you to discover your full potential. Thanks for listening. Good morning, church. How great is our God? Man, I, I, could, I could sit there and sing that all day. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every life this morning. Every single person here, I just want to speak the name of Jesus over you, your situation, over your family. There is no other name. The power of Jesus can break every chain. And I want to speak that over you this morning. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I just thank you for the privilege of opening your word and coming together as a body to grow and learn and to be more like Jesus. So Lord, I just pray that you will bless this word and you will anoint it. Lord, that it will penetrate the hearts and ears of those who hear it, Lord. And I say it every week, Lord, to bring about change, to bring about real change in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So I want to open this morning with two scriptures that are going to set us up for today's message. The first one is in Ephesians 1 verse 11. Ephesians 1 verse 11. It says, It's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we're living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eye on us. He had designs for us for glorious living. Um, part of the overall purpose he is working out in everything and everyone. It's in Christ that you, once you heard the truth and believed it, this message of salvation, found yourselves home and free, signed, sealed and delivered by the Holy Spirit. Signed, sealed and delivered by the Holy Spirit. This signet from God is the first instalment on what's coming. A reminder that we'll get everything God has planned for us. A praising and glorious life. Amen. And the second verse I want to share is Revelation 3 verse 20. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. I want to speak this morning to those who have been waiting on a delivery. So if you're taking notes, the title of today's message is Signed, Sealed and Delivered with the subtitle, Open the Door. Everyone say, Open the Door. Recently, Gillian and I signed up to HelloFresh. Now, I'm very aware that we're late to this party because some of you have been doing it for a while. And, um, but anyone who doesn't know what HelloFresh is, it's an online de uh, food delivery service who deliver all the ingredients uh, of your chosen meal straight to your door. They give you all the exact measurements of all the ingredients along with the instructions on how to prepare it. And all you have to do is go online and choose your meals 
then throw it together on the day. It's absolutely genius. It makes amateurs like us look like real chefs. Um, but here's the thing. This entire service is provided remotely through a website app. We've never spoken to any staff. We've never been near the premises. We don't know where they're based. We've not even seen the guy that delivers it. Because by the time we come home from whatever we've been doing that day, there is an entire week's worth waiting at our front door, signed, sealed and delivered. It's no secret that we live in a world where doorstep deliveries have become a way of life. At the click of a button, you can have anything you want from clothes to food, gadgets and groceries. Simply scroll, scroll through your phone, choose your order and pay for it. And before you know it, it's on your doorstep. Thanks to FedEx, Amazon and Just Eat, no longer do we need to drag the entire family around Glasgow trying to find a parking space, get soaked in the rain just to buy a birthday present. No longer do we have to carry a week's worth of groceries around the shopping mall and waste an entire day off work just to get a new outfit. Because we have every shop, service and product in the palm of our hand. And if that wasn't convenient enough, we don't even need to be at home when it arrives. Gone are the days of pacing the floor and watching the clock, waiting for a delivery to arrive. Thanks to mo mobile technology, you can track your order from anywhere in the world and watch it arrive at your doorstep. Over a video call, you can tell them to leave it on the porch, put it behind the wheelie bin or give it to a neighbour. But how many of you know that's not how God operates? Because Jesus stands at the door and he knocks and he knocks and he knocks and then he waits. He waits for you to answer. He waits for you to respond. He waits for you to open the door. But the transaction doesn't end there. Not only does he knock and wait, he now wants to come in. But he doesn't want to just come in and stand in the hallway. He wants to come in to your living space. He wants to take off his jacket and spend time with you every day. And he's in no rush because he now wants to sit and eat with you. But this verse in Revelation where Jesus says, I stand at the door and knock, for years has been reduced to only talking about salvation. But this verse is actually part of a letter that's written to the church, warning the believers not to shut God out. Because so often after we've accepted him, we don't give him full access to everything. After he's shown up and he's given us what we want or need, over time we become self-sufficient and slowly the door begins to close. But we've just read in Ephesians that when we received the gift of salvation, that was only the first installment of what's to come. How amazing, church. Salvation is only the first installment of what's to come. There is so much that God has that he wants to deliver to you. But if, we, if all we ever do is receive the free gift of salvation, then close the door behind us. We are living our lives behind a closed door and expecting God to drop off things at the porch. 
But when Jesus said, I stand at the door and I knock, he says it in the present tense. He didn't say, I came to your door. He didn't say, I'll come back to your door. He says, I'm standing at your door right now and I'm knocking. Which means he's still knocking. Because Jesus is the God of here and now, church. He's the God of here and now. This message is for us. It's for this time. So open the door. It's time to let him into everything, church. Everything. If we want to receive everything that God has for us, we need to respond in person. We need to meet Jesus face to face and let him in. Let him into our relationships. Let him into our friendships. Let him into our marriages and our finances and our workplace. Let him into our hopes, dreams and aspirations. But also let him into the messy parts. Let him into the rooms of your life where nobody else is allowed. Let him in and see the dirty washing and the leaky pipes. Because God doesn't do doorstep deliveries. He doesn't do video calls. He doesn't leave your delivery at the porch. He's standing at the door. And he's knocking. And he's waiting for you to respond and to let him into everything. Whenever we made that decision to open up our hearts and accept Jesus as our personal Lord and Saviour, it wasn't a one-time drop-off. It was signed, sealed and delivered. Signed, sealed and delivered. It said, I'm inviting you, God. I'm inviting you, Jesus, into my world and I'm giving you access to everything, absolutely everything in my life. But so often, without even realising it, church, that door slowly begins to close and our relationship with God becomes a doorstep delivery service where we make our order and then we go out and we do our own thing and we expect it to be waiting for us when we come back or we ask him for provision and healing and breakthrough and ask him to leave it on the porch instead of being present instead of meeting him every day face to face and allowing him free access in every area and I believe there are many people who have become frustrated and full of resentment and disappointment because their delivery hasn't arrived. Their breakthrough hasn't came and their provision hasn't showed up. If that's you this morning, we need to ask ourselves, where have we closed the door? What have you kept God out of and not allowed him access to whether it's your marriage your finances your calling maybe fear has closed the door this morning maybe guilt shame and doubt has closed the door and now you're wondering where is my delivery God but I want to encourage you today and say God hasn't ignored you he hasn't forgotten about you your delivery hasn't been cancelled He's standing right now at the door and he's knocking. The question is, when are you going to allow him in to everything? He can deliver you from fear. He can deliver you from your past hurts. He can deliver you from anxiety, depression and addiction. But he can't do it behind a closed door. 
it's time to open up one church. Amen. Because what he has for you is signed, sealed and delivered by the Holy Spirit. Does anyone know what this is? If you've visited our house in the last year, you will know what this is. This is a broken handle to our front door. Now, I know what you're thinking. A year, Kenny? Why have you not fixed it? Well, let me tell you why I've not fixed it. Because this handle is the, outside, is the handle to the outside of our door, right? Which means without this handle, I have complete, complete control of who gets in. And when you live in such close proximity to your in-laws, you need a broken handle. But it's not just the in-laws. Our house can be a wee bit like Socky Hall Street. Which means anyone at any time can rock up and walk in. But without this handle, they have to knock. And not only do they have to knock, they need to wait. Because how many you know there's a massive difference between knocking and entering and knocking and waiting? Our daughter Leah is teaching me how to knock and wait. Because up until recently, I would knock her bedroom and walk in. And one day she said, Dad, what, what's the point in knocking if you're going to enter anyway? And it got me thinking about this scripture. Because Jesus said, I stand at the door and knock. I stand at the door and knock. Which means not only is he knocking, he's waiting. He's waiting. And sometimes we think just because we've asked God for something, it automatically gives him access. Yeah? But God can't enter where he's not invited. God will never break through a door that's not open. He'll never force him his way in. He'll never climb through a window. He stands at the door and he knocks and he waits. And some of you are praying for a delivery, but the door is bolted shut. And I want to tell you this morning, the only way he can deliver what you're asking for and what he has for you <coughs> is if you open up. Is if you open up. Where do you need to give God full access this morning? Where do you need to open the door and invite him in? If you're feeling frustrated, resentful or overwhelmed waiting for your delivery this morning the first thing you need to do is recognise his knock recognise his knock we need to recognise God's knock and all the time that our front door handle has been broken one of the things I've learned is that not all knocks are the same depending on who comes to my door I have learned to recognise the knock first up there's the Liz much policeman knock. If you hear that knock, you better run. <laughs> then there's the sorry to bother you, Betty Rankin knock. <laughs> then there's the panic, I need a pee, Leah knock, coming home from school. And lastly, the angry, the angry wife knock, why did you lock me out? Everyone unique and everyone sending a different message. 
But I believe as Christians it's so important that we learn the Father's knock. The Father's knock. Because the Father's knock is so much different to any other knock. His knock is full of love and grace and compassion. His knock is not judgmental. But if we don't recognise the Father's knock, we are at risk of missing what he has for us. And some of you are hearing his knock, but you don't want to answer because your, your perception of who God is is distorted. So you don't want to open up in case you think you're in trouble or you think you're going to be judged or you think he's going to look down on you or you think he's got expectations that you can't meet or you think that you're not ready for him. So instead of opening up, we ignore the knock because we don't want God to see the no makeup, no mask, no filtered version of us. And I believe God wants to say to every single person this morning, I don't care. I do not care how messed up you are. I don't care what your house looks like. I don't care if there's dirty washing everywhere and you've got leaky pipes and you need things fixed. Just let me in because I love you. I love you. I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to look down on you. I want to come in and I want to spend time with you. I want to show you who I really am. But I can't help you if you leave me on the porch. Another reason we struggle to recognise God's knock is because sometimes there's so many other things that come to our doors, isn't there? And God's voice can get lost in the noise and the chaos. But that's why he's given us the Holy Spirit. Earlier on we read in Ephesians that our salvation is signed, sealed and delivered by the Holy Spirit. When you accept Jesus as your your Lord and Saviour, when you invite him into your heart, you receive the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit helps you to recognise God's voice. Turn with me to John 16, verse 12. This is Jesus speaking. He says, I have many more things to tell you, but you're not strong enough to know them. But the Spirit will come, and he is the one who shows people true things about God. When he comes, he will be a guide to you. He will help you to understand everything that is true. He will not speak on his own authority. He will tell you only what he hears from the Father. He will tell you about things that will happen after this time. He will take my message and he will tell tell it to you. In that way, he will give me honour. Everything that the Father eh, has is mine. That is why he said the Spirit will, will take what is mine and then he will tell it to you. If you are struggling to recognise the Father's voice, there's three things from this scripture that the Holy Spirit can help you with. Number one is the truth. It says, he is the one who will show people true things about God. The Holy Spirit will always, always, always speak the truth. What is the truth? The truth is God's word. The truth is God's words. If you are struggling to know if you are hearing for God, pick up your Bible and ask yourself, is what I'm hearing lining up with the truth? Is what I'm hearing lining up with his word? 
because the Holy Spirit will reveal the truth to you. Number two is guidance. The Holy Spirit is your guide. It says he will be your guide. He will help you to understand everything that is true. How amazing is that? If you're feeling lost, confused, anxious, that's not God speaking. That is not God speaking because the Holy Spirit comes in peace as a guide and he will help you to understand the truth. So number one, the Holy Spirit reveals the truth. Number two, the Holy Spirit is your guide. And number three, the Holy Spirit is God's messenger. It says he will not speak on his own authority. He will tell you only what, the fa- what he hears from the Father. This is so important. Our relationship with the Holy Spirit is so important. We need the Holy Spirit to reveal the truth. We need him to guide us. We need him to hear the Father's voice. But the whole, the, your relationship with the Holy Spirit is just like any other. The only way you will get to know him is by spending time with him. It's by praying and reading your word and being in his presence. Being in his presence and getting to know him. And the more time you spend with him, the louder his voice will become. So once we recognise God's knock, then we can respond to God's knock. We can respond to God's knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in. Recognising God's voice is our first response. But responding, responding is the key. Responding is the key. Your response is absolutely crucial to what God wants to deliver. You can recognise God's voice all day long. You can hear what he's saying. You can listen to his word. But if you never respond and open the door to let him in, nothing will change. Nothing will change. Your response to God's knock has the power to unlock breakthrough. If you want to see God move in your life, you need to open the door with trust. You need to open the door with faith. It's time to stop blaming God for your delivery. It's time to stop blaming God for something in your life not showing up because you can't receive freedom if fear has locked your door. You can't receive healing if shame has locked your door. Opening the door means surrender. It means being honest without hiding. It means letting go of control. Opening the door means being vulnerable. If you're struggling to recognize God's knock, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal it to you. But if you have heard God's knock, but you are struggling to open up, ask the Holy Spirit to give you the boldness and the courage to respond. 
Because your salvation, church, is only the first instalment of what God has for you. We can't even begin to imagine what lies in the other door, on the other side of that door. We have no idea what is about to come when we give God full access to every corner of our life. He will come and transform. He will come in and renew. He will come in and reshape, rebuild, and reform your life. He will go beyond everything that you could ever imagine. But right now, he's still standing at the door and he's still knocking. Because Jesus is the God of here and now. Jesus is the God of here and now. And we need to start walking in the here and now. We need to start responding in the here and now. Because we have no idea, church, what is going to happen tomorrow. We have no control over what is going to happen tomorrow. It's time we open the door, church. I believe if we open the door, he will open the heavens. If we open the door, he will open revival. If we open the door, he will open dreams, visions and prophecies. He will open provision abundance and blessings. He will open restoration, healing and breakthrough. He will open family salvation. But it starts here and now with you and I. So here's what we're going to do, church. We're going to open up to healing. We're going to open up to provision. We're going to open up to God's plans and promises. We're going to open up to purpose and destiny. We're going to open up to breakthrough. We're going to open the door and give him full access to everything. Here and now. Here and now. Because the Holy Spirit is revealing truth. He's revealing truth and he's telling you what you need to do. He's telling you the conversation that you need to have. He's telling you the action that you need to take. He's showing you the steps that you need to take. Because he's speaking on behalf of the Father. He is speaking on the behalf of the Father. And we need to recognize that knock. And we need to respond, church. We need to respond. And we need to stop allowing the door to slowly close behind us. So here's what we're going to do. Right now, we're going to open up and we're going to give them full access to come in and transform people's lives. So just where you are, we're not going to ask you to come out to the front. We're not going to ask you to move around. Just where you are, I'm going to ask that you would just turn and pray with whoever's next to you. We're going to stand together as a body and encourage one another. We're going to stand together and invite the Holy Spirit to move among us. So if you feel comfortable enough, just turn around to the people that are next to you and just in groups of four or five or 
however many you want, just just right now. And some of the, the leaders and elders are going to just come and, and join you and encourage you and stand with you. But I believe God wants to move here and now that we, we, we don't need to wait till we, we leave here. We don't need to wait till we go home and pray about it. We don't need to wait. We respond here and now. If God is speaking to you here and now, he wants to move here and now. Do you believe that? So just some of you have already started praying. So I just want to encourage you. So on you go. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen in. We pray this message has been an encouragement wherever it finds you. If you have found it helpful, why not share it with someone or leave a comment? To find out more and stay connected, you can follow us at One Church Scotland through our Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Take care and have a great week.